Suddenly 30 is a podcast by Emily and Lily. We are two friends who thought we would have it all figured out by 30. After ticking all the so-called boxes, getting married, buying a home, becoming mothers and navigating careers, we were suddenly 30 and trying to find ourselves in the messiness of modern womanhood. Suddenly 30 will bring you candid, light-hearted and unfiltered conversations about moving through careers, managing relationships, transitioning into motherhood and everything in between. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. How, How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm actually fucking frothing that. It's cold. Same. Well, cold, colder. Yeah, but I've, I'm like, obviously the weekend was hot, sticky, mm. disgusting. And then no, today's cold. And then the rest of the week's literally going like 35, 38, 35, 33. Yeah, so um, over welcome it. to Suddenly 30 forecast today. <laughs> Or like literally, you know, when people are like, oh yeah, let's just talk about the weather. Like we literally are. Yeah. No, but no, no, but, I know. but but I'm I'm I've got anxiety. I'm, I actually haven't been coping. I love the sunshine. I'm obsessed with sun. It is a bit hot, but I'm absolutely done with the sticky hotness. And maybe are it's you? because I'm in the. Maybe it's where I live. There's not good ventilation. There's not oh, good like flow through. Yeah. No, I'm I'm liking it. Mm-hmm. I'm liking the heat, and I I don't want to say that I'm not liking it because I think I've still got PTSD from yep. that. Though, remember that season where it just rained? Yes, from yes, yes. basically January yes. until December. I hate that the whole rain. year. It's yeah, it's yeah. Not rain's nice. not good. This and isn't nice. When but it's nice to have a cool change. It's nice to have a cool change, but I actually my mood is absolutely dictated by the weather. Like you're sad. I feel sad. Seasonal. Morbid, what is it? Seasonal. Seasonal depression. Yeah, but why is it sad? Why is it called sad? <laughs> I, I don't know, but I actually like I look outside and I just it where, makes where you sad. It makes me sad. Seasonal where, affective disorder. Sad. Yes, I honestly feel like I have that. And then when it's sunny, I honestly feel like a better person. Yeah, same. My day is ready to same. go. Like I've got the, well, have you noticed the world's it in my too? Because I feel like kids mm. just are lay miz when it's rainy. Mm, maybe not so much, but because she's a bit younger. Uh, yeah. Do you notice it in the girls? Well, maybe it's not really the weather, but it's just like they're usually slower to get up. Like this morning yeah. they didn't get up until seven, which is just unheard of. Usually yeah. it's quarter to six. I'm yeah, because it was really dark. Yeah. And then just the lack of being able to get outside. Like they just mm. have so much energy. I need to get them to a park or on you're, a bike ride or something. You're literally stuck. Yeah. And there's only so much drawing and stuff I can handle. And mm. I'm not a crafty mum. I think I've said this before. I'm not a crafty no. mum. So... There's only so much like craft and cutting up little yeah. bits of hay par and like play that I can, and yeah, that I can handle before yeah. I'm like I need to clean it up. Yeah, but yeah, I'm trying yeah. to let that go. Yeah, anyway. And how was your weekend? Yeah, it was good. Just mm-hmm. beach days. Yeah. Bye. I'll see ya. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What? You're still using. I've got. I told you, I've got freaking boxes of it. I know. I don't want Lily it. Lily still uses who gives the crap. I didn't buy a new <laughs> who gives the crap. Okay, this is the last yes, of you it. Did. No, this I can't is, wait. This is. You, there is no way this toilet. Go paper and have a look in my laundry. Has, <laughs> Why would I buy it again, Emily? When I hate I, it so much. I don't know. I'm like. I mean, I'm actually in shock. I know. I'm, I'm in shock. shock. Every day I'm reminded, multiple times a day I'm reminded that, <laughs> that I still I got be this. using cleaner. Yes. Yeah. And every every time Dan replaces roll and leaves the fucking ugly, colourful wrapping paper. That's disgusting. Oh. Also, can someone please suggest to me where I can find a cute mm. under desk slash bathroom bin, then just a little one that goes next to the toilet for like toilet rolls, Why tissues. Why don't you just use like a cute basket? I haven't found one that's the right size. Mm. And also, are, like, are, you, are you looking for one for a bin or are you looking for a basket? No, like a bin, you, a bin. A like, bin? Yeah, to put like, okay, I, every day I wear contact like rubbish? lenses. Yes. 
What else? What, are you, what other men <laughs> do you think I'm meaning? I don't know because then you're saying oh for, for toilet like to store toilet rolls. No, as in like oh, the, the <laughs> empty toilet roll. Oh my, oh my god. god! No, no, no. We I've got that sorted. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I just haven't found one that's cute. No. Okay, we're looking for bins. If anyone um, has a cute bin. <laughs> no, um, I want to know. We we haven't done this in a while. But mm. do you have anything on your wish list? Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> we're laughing because we're we're on a, we're on a ban, a self imposed yeah, ban. Yeah. So while we're talking about wish lists, I just want to announce that I have not bought anything all year. I have not ordered not a single only, thing on my week. I know, but that's is that that's, is that unusual for you? Yeah. Okay. Well, well done. Well, at least I haven't bought anything for me. I haven't bought anything for Posey. I haven't bought a single thing. Yeah, nothing other than, other than groceries. Food, other than groceries. Oh, that is actually And decent. I have obviously been to the movies and like done a few social things. Yeah. But I haven't I haven't really been really money conscious this year and I'm well done. really proud of myself. Um so I have a lot on my wish list because I'm obviously You not, haven't ticked anything. I haven't off. no. Same no. and I, you know how I made my ten my mm. ten piece. I've already added stuff. But like genuinely <laughs> no. I need them in my wardrobe. What, what sort of okay, things? I are you don't adding? own a pair of boots, okay? And I know mm-hmm. winter's coming. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like starting to plan my vibe for winter. Yeah. I think fair enough. You need a pair of boots. Yeah. Some of my jeans don't fit me mm. anymore. And I was thinking, oh, by one year postpartum, which I'm about to be, yeah. maybe I'll be that size again. No. Like, I think that's it now. My body's just changed. Yeah. So I just need to move on. So now I don't own a pair of white jeans. They are a staple they for me. They are. They're yeah. definitely necessary. Yeah. I own two pairs, but neither well, Why fit. don't you just sell, like, get rid of the stuff that because doesn't fit? Because it's the issue, like, and I don't know if this is, like, controversial to say, but none of my stuff ever sells. And I've had to get things cut off or t- tailored, tailored because yeah. of my child size stature. And then I have to disclose that, obviously. Oh. So while I have like redone jeans, they're small and then tailored and also oh. tailored for being five and foot fucking two. And then people are like, oh, that, that doesn't fit me. Yeah. So it's hard for me to sell things. Right. That's mm. actually really, really frustrating and annoying <laughs> what's on your wish list where do i begin oh god no i think the number one thing that i need to get is another pair of jeans that fit me yeah even though it's boiling but like no. i'm kind of i'm like mentally no, undone but you're with transitioning summer into autumn soon. yes exactly like so i just need to prepare for that so yeah jeans like loose jeans in white mm-hmm. and then probably boots but i think i can like manage without boots for a little bit i have another you other can wait for shoes. the boots yeah but i need a tote i need yeah. a nice tote that I what can are you put stuff in. What about the one that's been on your wish list for ages? Yeah, I was thinking that, but then the strap I feel like is a bit thin. Mm. That It's also good for work, but I want a tote that's like a bit more fashion-y that I could put some of the kids' stuff in. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not open and I can wear it as a fashion-y bag. Yeah. Anyway, I know what so you there's mean. one. It's the brand's Eileen Fisher that I've been looking at, and it's fairly what priced color? black. Stunning. Or I was going to get like a burgundy. Yeah, I like burgundy. I think black. I don't actually don't. If you're going to spend a bit of money on it, you need to go black. Yeah. Or like a chocolate brown or something. Love that. I do want to share one thing. What? Well, I just want to share something that me and Luke have done and maybe people are already doing this and I'm not. I'm late to it. Now we're like really back into the swing of work. Luke's starting a new job as in like a new, not a new actual job with a new boss, but he's starting like a new building job today. And so we've been talking lots about like getting organized and being prepared and I guess more so as a family I'm I said to Luke the other day I've got so much in my head I'm trying to think about your work mm. my work the podcast posy but yeah. like there's just, just there's a life. million and one frigging things going on mm. in my brain and I've been wanting to for two for ages start a joint calendar with Luke in yes, our phone and then we can both add in things so anyway we sat down on Saturday and we made the joint calendar so I've sh- and I've because he's not very tech techie <laughs> so we've he's like just you just have to bear with me 
while I learn how to do this. But I've showed him how to add things into the calendar. And so now we have this joint calendar and it's called the Fords and we can both just add in everything. And I'm like, if it's not in the calendar, it doesn't exist. It's not happening. happening. It's honestly changed my life. It's honestly like... Me and Dan live by it. So the best thing is I get a notification. If he adds something in, I get a notification. If I add something in, he gets a notification. So we're just on the same page about life. And I also feel less pressure to be holding the 8 million things yeah, in my head. I know, I and like know. you can add and in like when bills are due yep. and yeah. Yeah, swimming lessons and yeah, birthday yeah, parties. Birthday parties. Shit. Yeah, when you're yeah. going away. Love it. Is there anything else you'd like to share? No, nothing. No. Got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> in today's episode we're talking to Liv from Rattle Style. Rattle Style empowers mums to rediscover themselves through style. Whether you're knee deep in night feeds, potty training or school pickup, Liv's here to help you reclaim your style identity and express yourself. So you can choose a package to work with Liv or you can receive a shoppable guide with a unique style formula that Liv puts together and that comes straight to your inbox and it can just help you rediscover your style yeah i love 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 the mummy mode style guides i think the way that they're structured is that it just gives you the ideas like you don't have to purchase the actual items but it gives you the whole outfit so not even just the top and pants or like the top and skirt it's like what shoes what accessories yeah how to really elevate your outfit it's such a good idea just really simplifies like how to get dressed and how to find your style especially for like where you're spending your time. Yep. Um, and we've spoken about this a lot, that like when you become a mum, it starts to be hard, starts to become harder for some people to get dressed because all of a sudden where you're spending your time, how you're spending your time completely changes. So often your wardrobe doesn't make sense mm. for you at that time or anymore or your body has changed, everything. So, And you want to still feel like yourself. You don't want to feel like you're just wearing daggy at home clothes exactly. all the time you actually want to feel yeah, like and you're Liv still is, getting dressed Liv is the opposite of a daggy mom. yes She's so she cool, always such a unique style yeah and she always looks so put together yeah. but in like such a simple way yeah so Liv is actually revamping mummy mode as a part of rattle style so th- there's a new I guess an improved mummy mode coming out in February and Liv has kindly offered 20% off to all of our listeners so keep your eyes peeled and use the code suddenly thirty three zero S U D D E N L Y three zero for twenty percent off the new mummy mode that will be launching next month. So today we talked to Liv about what inspired her to start Rattle, how she helps people to find their style. <laughs> And some of the challenges people face when trying to get dressed and all around, this was just such a nice conversation. I feel like we really connected with her and had so many similarities, don't you think? Yeah, she's she's our new best friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we loved it anyway. Yeah, so we hope you enjoy. So we might start with just t- telling us a little bit about yourself and like your name, who's in your family and about the company that you run? Perfect. So my name is Liv. I'm the founder of Rattle Style. Um, I've got a little son called Gus. He's two and a half years old. And I'm currently pregnant, halfway through my next pregnancy with another boy. Oh, um, congratulations. I know. Thank you. <laughs> two boys. Oh, God. Um, and my husband, Charlie, we live in Melbourne. And yeah, so Lovely. family of almost four. It's so exciting. And have you always been in Melbourne? Yeah, I well, I was born in New Zealand actually, but I moved here when I was four, so I'm like, yeah, you feel Melbourne, Australian. Through and through. Is it hot down there at the moment? 
Oh my gosh, it's just been dramas constantly, but it's it's so nice today. Twenty six, sunny, and then Christmas, and I'm hosting Christmas Eve. Oh, it's just brave. raining. Twenty four, oh. Christmas is just it's cold. Christmas and Boxing Day are cold, and then we're going down to the beach for a week, and it's like sixteen degrees Sunday. We're like, oh my gosh, then yeah. it'll be like twenty eight. Oh, you just don't know. You just you get know. all seasons down there, don't you? Oh, and it changes every day. You can't even look at the weather. There's no point. There's no, no point. No, yeah, no. no Christmas point. is a letdown. Christmas is such a letdown, but that's right. Yeah, oh, it's oh, just well. the one day of the year where you want it to be sunny, even if you're sunny. inside and you're not doing anything. You're like, I just yeah. want it to be nice to be day. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just sad because I bought a Christmas dress. That's like the only reason. Yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn. I, I just bought, I just like in a freak out of the weather because I think we're going to have a not so nice Christmas no. in Sydney as well. I just bought like long black linen pants. I was like, fuck it, I'm not wearing, I'm not wearing like a nice dress. I'm just going to wear black uh, pants. Lily Impulse bought and, and did same day delivery. So <laughs> oh, I've got candy. issues. <laughs> so do I, don't worry. So do I. Cool. So, oh. yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about Rattle Style, like why you started it and what it is? So, Rattle Style is a personal styling uh, business for mums. I started it after having Gus. I actually, like, I don't know if this happened to you, but when I got pregnant with Gus, I feel like something changed in my brain. I just had like all these ideas. I was like planning businesses my whole pregnancy. I was like, is this little baby really creative or really <laughs> like an entrepreneur? Because I was like writing down things. I had all these different business plans. Anyway, I don't. that was just this weird side note of what happened in my pregnancy. And then once I gave birth to Gus, I think I was quite naive. Like none of my friends have kids. Mm. And I had uh, my sister-in-law, she now has four and she's only a couple of years older than me. So I had her that I'm, who I'm really, really close with. So I had her to, you know, look at with motherhood and stuff. But I think I was just a bit naive. Anyway, had Gus and obviously just completely changed my life in more ways than I could even imagine. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, <laughs> full-on amazing. But I was like, I was I was expecting have a baby. I could, like, pop to the shops, like, you know, just, you know. They just like, come everywhere anyway. with you. Yeah, life yeah. doesn't really everywhere. change. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought this is going to be awesome. I'm not going to have to work for nine months. Yeah. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> anyway. And then I had him and I was a bit like, I don't know, I just it was just my whole – I was just like, well, this is just massive. And I just got really into like, I made heaps of new mum friends because my friends didn't have kids. So I like just made heaps of really nice new connections. I just, I don't know, I felt like I really like fell into the kind of side of life. Mm. And I was like, I just really, really want to do something to help mums. Like, I just think there's not much, you go through postpartum and and I actually had a great, like I've got no, you know, I had a great postpartum and all of that, but I was like, this is so intense and I feel like people just need more help and they need to see more community. So I originally actually wanted to do something to do with that. I wanted to do, like I made some little mothers groups with people I know that had kids at similar ages because I was, I don't know, I wanted to like bring people together. That was one of my businesses. But then I just had lots of people coming to me saying, can you take me shopping? Like, oh my God, I've got this engagement party. What should I wear? I've always loved fashion. And I ended up just doing lots of work, like helping people find outfits. And I was like, this is kind of time consuming. And I, and I did it for a few friends and I put it together in like on Canva. And I was like, this is really fun. Anyway, so then I was like, I could make a business out of helping mums feel good. Like, cause yeah. I, I wanted that, like, wanted the thing. I didn't want it just to be like, here's an outfit. I wanted it, I wanted, I don't know, I wanted to like, you know, make them really, really feel good and make them feel good in this like time, vulnerable time of their life. So, 
that's how I started. So I started off by just doing any, I actually didn't start with just mums. That was always my plan, but I was like, oh, I don't want to be exclusive. Um, I can do anyone. Mm. And as, as the months went by, I was like, I just, I, I just, I don't know. I had heaps of mum clients and I was like, no, let's just niche down and make this just for mums. So basically I style anyone from pregnancy and beyond. I can have people like I've got mums that send, have just sent their kids, their last kid to primary school and they're like, okay, let's like spice things up. I want a whole new wardrobe. Yeah. And then I've got lots of people that have just gone past that four months, like, you know, their baby's four months and they're like, I want to now like get my life back a little bit. Yes. Um, and sort of like work so yeah, out who you are outside of being yeah. a mum in exercise clothes, sitting at home <laughs> yeah. all day. And that's the thing. I feel like as well my something changes in you and I, I kind of was – like I was always into fashion and then I had gas and I like, even I look back at some of the things I wore, like the weeks after having him and I was like, whoa, what was that? So mm. I do feel like you, you just go through this weird stage where you probably do need help, a little bit of help. And it's, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I love it. And, and, and what you need in yourself as well, like the way that you wear your clothes, you, you can't wear mm. the same things. Like your boobs have changed. No. Your body's changed. Your body's yeah, the changed. use, the use case of clothes yeah. and like how your mood, yeah. like where you're spending time. This is what we talk about. Mm. That where you're all of a sudden where you spend time, the kind of activities that you're doing and like how you need to move your body in your clothes yeah. completely mm. changes. Completely different. And then all of a sudden you go your from outfits, like an office. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, that's what I found. I would look in my wardrobe and I'm like, this is all like, going out outfits yes, or like yes. you know, I'm not going to wear this <laughs> yeah especially what I have well, like, like why do I have all these dressy like, blouses drinks with the friends yeah, yeah. and I'm like I'm I'm going to a park and I'm yeah. like, I still want to look good but I never had outfits for parks if yeah I could, if I went to a picnic I'd be wearing trackies but this is like you can and you're meeting your mum and you're going for coffee and I'm like what this is like you need it it's like that's yeah I could talk about it for ages but that's why you need the mum uniform you do yes exactly <laughs> yeah exactly what's your mum uniform Oh, I fully, I, I, I'm the shopaholic, but I think matching <laughs> sets and by go-to, because like you look put together and it's like, you you know, also you don't have to think about really it. comfy. Yeah. Matching sets or like uh, trousers and like a t-shirt, sneakers. Yeah. Really comfy. I feel like I'm just always at parks or the zoo. Yeah, <laughs> we feel that. Yeah. I live at the zoo. <laughs> so when you're working with a client, what does a typical day look like or you know the the period of time maybe maybe also tell us how long you typically work with someone like how does this yeah. actually work so usually they'll approach me either send me an inquiry on my website or it's mostly just um, instagram dms and we'll book in a time for a consultation so i do most of my stuff online at the moment i do have plans in the future to do in person and i'm not opposed to it. i have done a few wardrobe clear outs and stuff but it's just it's just the time in my life it's just time mm. consuming so I'll book a con- consultation with them I will have a chat to them we end up like I've had people cry like it's mm. we end up having basically like a DNM and mm. over yeah. Zoom it's really nice I love sort of it feels like it would feel like a therapy session therapy mm. it seriously does it it does and it's yeah it's really nice so we talk about everything that they're going like going through how they feel and how they want to feel and then figure out exactly what they want so then I, then they can just go off relax I'll go out and do I do most of it online so I'll source all their clothes after speaking to a client I usually I usually get their first round back to them after a week mm-hmm. so I'll put together a whole package of all their new outfits depending on what package it is it's usually like five new outfits and then we go back and forth on email or on zoom or they can call me or whatever and they can say I love that 
don't like that, can't see myself in that. And then we just keep going back and forth until they're happy with their whole new wardrobe. Yeah. So usually sometimes probably usually two weeks. Yeah. Okay. And is it sometimes a look or style overhaul or typically do they share what style they gravitate towards and then you kind of find new outfits to fit that that you know, is better suited to a park, mm. like you said, like a lot of mums yeah, like we've it, gone yeah. from office is it, to park. Is it sort of helping them find their style? Some some clients it's helping. Yeah, so I do, in my consultation, we really try and like figure out their style. Like I, they, I answer a questionnaire and stuff like that just to try and figure out their style. You know, the, my easiest, that's bad saying easiest, but it is the easiest clients to work with are people that actually just don't know their style. So I can help them with their style and then do all that. It's actually difficult when someone really knows their style. Mm. And so I'm more like, like what can I add shopper. on top of this? Yeah. Yeah. And then because they, they know their style so well, it's, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit more funny. But, yeah, it's, it's a mix. It's a complete mm. mix. And sometimes they'll send me items in their wardrobe that they love and I'll find things that match those items. And, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's lots of different I also think sometimes things. people think they know their style, but they actually – maybe don't really know and especially if you've just become yeah. a mum and you've gone through this transition period it's sort of like it's a funny time where well, you, you are just having an identity shift like unrelated to clothes yeah. too. your whole world changes and your view of who you are changes and then that then yeah. gets reflected in you not really knowing what to wear not feeling comfortable in your clothes sometimes yeah. your body has changed like there's so many layers to it yeah and I feel like lots of people think that when they become a mum they need to like dress like a mum but I try and like make yeah I'm trying to like, I'm like no, shaking my head like not. mom sorry just like mom yeah. so I'm just like you don't forget the fact you've had a baby like forget the fact obviously you know put that aside it's like you're starting a new job like you're just starting a more casual job so you just need outfits you don't you don't need to dress in exactly. any certain way because you're a mom it's just you're it's changing jobs that's that's what it is you're not yes. in an office you're going on walks and yeah you're in a more coffee. casual yeah. setting i'm making yeah. it sound so glamorous you're going for coffees and walks yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you're really stressed out and there's baby chino everywhere yeah, and you don't sleep. steam cleaning that out so when you're trying to help like say someone doesn't know their style at all what kind of questions or how would you go about helping them identify what that might actually be? So I've actually, I've made a bit of a formula where we figure out their, I, I figure out their colours and I haven't, I actually need to, I want to do one of those colour um, analyst course kind of things where you can actually become like a, what are they called? Like a professional colour person. Don't, yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. don't know the name of it. I'm sure there's a name. But I just kind of talk to them about what, because so there are lots of stylists out there that are like, what's your body shape? You need to wear this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And like, this is your skin tone. You should wear this. And I'm like, you know what? Wear whatever you feel best in. Like mm-hmm. if you looked at my body shape, it's probably, I don't know. I don't even know what I'd meant to be wearing it for it. But it's like, if you feel good in an oversized t-shirt, wear an oversized t-shirt. So we kind of, I we we choose their colors. So I, I say that you choose like two base colors. If it could be like black, brown, beige. They're more your basics that you pair things with. And then your fun colors, which are like, you know, mine would be pink and red, which I always wear pink, orange and red. So we choose their colours. We choose their, like, outfit formula. For example, I love wearing – I always wear a sleeve. I just feel more com- comfortable and confident in the sleeve. Oversized tops, but then I'm happy to wear, like, a tighter mini, uh, bike shorts or a skirt or something like that. So we figure out what they feel best in. So we figure out their colours, their outfit formula. I find some, like, celebrities or style – inspiration that they can always refer back to and a little trick I always give my clients is little tip tip trick is um 
when you're going to buy something, if you think like, if you've got your style icon and, you know, I'm not all about not copying people, but it is nice to think like, would this person wear that, you know? And yes. then they can be like, mm, they probably wouldn't wear that. So maybe that's not the style that I'm trying to go for. Yeah. So then I guess then when you're going shopping and you've got your color and I put it all in a package for them, if you've got your colors, you've got your formula. And if you go to buy something, you're like, oh, you know, th- this is all just like, guidelines help helping like my my whole wardrobe is rainbow so like I don't stick you don't necessarily yeah. have to stick to this it's not like it's a good starting know, point it's just it's a good starting point and it helps you when you're shopping so mm. yeah I do little yeah and I just ask them what they like to wear what they don't wear what they want to wear more of and then I go through the so that they've sent me their celebrity inspo we kind of just like figure out what they say they send me five like instagrams that they admire the fashion we'll go through those and be like okay so obviously they're all they, you know, they all wear baggy jeans. You obviously love that oversized baggy look. So, yeah, it's kind of like, oh, okay. like science. It's fun yeah, science. Yeah. <laughs> I love – so Lil and I are very – like we all, we're very – in terms of colour, like we always wear black, white, denim – Beige. But yeah. I would say my fun colours are blue and red. Y- yes, yeah, see, I'd say yeah. red's probably blue, but I don't really venture further than that. And I, I love that about your style that you do have really nice pops of colour. And I think you do colours. You've done like, do you? but you do like more pastels. Mm, yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe you'll do, do like a lilac pastel or like a yellow pastel. Yeah. So, so do you think when you talk about colours, are you meaning does it have to be something brighter, or are you like would some sometimes someone's colour maybe not have a pop? of colour yeah, yeah it could be anything and I, I've done people that just don't wear colour which is obviously completely fine I probably wear I'm like sometimes I look crazy I'm like well I'm wearing like a million colours right now I'm like a rainbow but yeah whatever people feel comfortable in no I, I love it and it can be it could be yeah just a pop of colour you could have all your beige your neutrals and then pop of red and then like it could be like a ribbon in your hair you know so it just depends yeah. on what they feel but then I have, I have lots of people that really want to bring colour into their wardrobe and there's so many colourful pieces now, I feel like. Yeah, there's lots of colour. There's lots of yeah. colour. So, yeah, I've got people being like, I don't know where to start, and they build and build and build into it. And then I'm just like, just wear, like, I had a client recently who, she, like, loved to wear, like, trousers and, je- like, jeans and T-shirts, and she bought a green cos T-shirt, and she and she's like, I would never wear that. Like, I'd always wear white. I'm like, just wear it once and see how you feel. And now she can't take it off. She loves it. So I think it's just, oh, just like pushing getting used people. to it. Yeah. yeah. So you said before that sometimes on sessions with clients that people have cried. Obviously, you don't yeah. have to share like specific details, but I think that's really interesting. And Emily and I have spoken a lot about how our journey with our style or getting dressed or figuring out who we are post having babies has been an emotional journey. Maybe me yeah, more course. so than you. Mm. But, yeah, I'm interested to hear from your perspective, given that you kind of are having these intimate conversations with women who are maybe going through something similar. What is it that, you know, they're most emotional about? I think, and and I need to start speaking more on this. I'm I'm figuring out how I can actually start speaking more on this on my Instagram because even you look at me, you look at my Instagram like, oh, my gosh, she's so confident. She wears this, this, this. But it's like like I put my whole wardrobe on the floor and cry and say I've got nothing to wear and don't Mm. go out. Like everyone has those moments. But I think the... So we always talk about what you love and what makes you feel the best, and then we always talk about what you don't want to wear. And and it's that it's that when people start getting a little bit upset, people will be like, "I'm self conscious of my arms," and then we'll talk about that and why. And people, and I think and it's just it is sad. The more you think about it, I feel like women, especially, also maybe men as well. I don't know, but 
women spend like you know majority of their life like hating their bodies mm. it's like how many times a day and like I can speak for myself especially this pregnancy my second pregnancy I'm like every day I'm like saying negative thoughts about my body and like I'm growing a baby mm. so I think we just always get into the topic of that and I, yeah I've had I've probably had two people cry mm. but it, it is it's your, your body changes so much and I don't think anything ever really prepares you for that like I think you you, no. you think so much about giving birth and like what's going to happen after but you actually as a mother mm. I think we are a bit of the forgotten ones and exactly and there's not really a focus on and I know people say like don't forget the mums don't forget the mums but they do just get forgotten and it's like, I know and it's like when it's somebody also, comes around to meet a new baby it's like oh let me hold the baby but like yeah forgetting about the mum hold me yeah hold, hold me. me yeah help don't me hold my baby. who am I yeah mm, I yeah know. it's hard I with my pregnancy with Gus I I was kind of like excited for it all I was also like a lot fitter when mm. I was because I had time to go to the yeah, gym. I was, gym I was walking. Five days I, yeah, I, was, I felt good and I got pregnant with Gus and I was like, I love, I actually was probably the most confident I've ever been in my body was when I was pregnant with Gus. I felt so, like it was so beautiful. I was like, I, like my body was changing, but it was just so exciting and anything, everything. And then had him and just never really got back into the routine of proper exercise. I walked heaps with Gus, but then he now is a toddler, he doesn't sit in the pram. Mm-hmm. And then now this pregnancy, I'm just like, I feel so gross. I just mm. don't like. I'm getting, I'm gaining weight in places that I've never gained weight before. It's just like you just, your body just changes so, so much more in the second pregnancy. So much like more. everyone I, I speak to says it. that your belly grows quicker and it's yeah. You, I looked twenty quicker. weeks pregnant by yeah, eight weeks. You look yeah. yeah. Oh, same. I was like embarrassed. I was like, people don't think I'm like push faking this. I'm like, yeah. I look. I look like I'm in twins. But another thing that lots of lots of people speak to me about is their boobs after breastfeeding mm. and I've actually probably too much information mm. I've no. fluctuated heaps in my life like mm. I've gone up and down up and down up and down with weight so like my I was already basically my boobs were already stretch marks and sagging and whatever mm. so I was kind of like oh god I breastfed Gus for like over two years and I was like they're already they were already I already didn't really like my boobs so that didn't really affect me but I've got so I can imagine if you you know they're they're like your womanly Mm -hmm. you know thing and then you feature and then you breastfeed and they're just like I can't even show them anymore like I'm so insecure about them so god I but also the thing I found hard about that too is that your whole life you're kind of told or you know like media gets into as well that like boobs are this like feminine thing you grow them when you go through puberty and men are attracted to them or women whatever like people are attracted to them it's like a Mm. sexy thing so the use of boobs for you know your whole teenage and adult life is that like it's sexy it's beautiful it's like a womanly thing and then all of a sudden you have a baby and the use of that becomes completely, completely different mm. and it's like to sustain life and when you're breastfeeding like now so I feel like there's at least where we live like breastfeeding is very commonly like mm. accepted in public I yeah. feel like it's not yeah like but- quite taboo but I still think that there's still that element of like oh, I'm showing my boob in yeah. public and but it's not for a sexual reason or like a sexy thing yeah or, and so like it's that juxtaposition of feeling like all of a sudden my body's not mine. This is to feed my baby. Yeah. But I'm so used to thinking about them in a sexy way. And then when you stop breastfeeding, they look different. 
like you said. Yeah. You don't want to get them on display anymore, but also then mm. you've got to transition in your mind mm. then back to being this thing. Like, yeah. yeah. And even the way they look in clothes, like I find, like the other day I saw a photo of myself in a cosy and like this, I knew the swimwear, it fitted me fine, but then I was like, oh my God, like are they my boobs? Oh. Like they, <laughs> yeah. they're so I big. Just had to, like, <laughs> yeah, I just had to go, I went to went bather shopping and I had to get like, I felt like I got like grandma bathers. Like I had to have full wire cup. Because if mm. I just wear a one piece, like my nipples, like on my belly button. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is ridiculous. I know. But I, I felt the same. I'm very like breastfeeding. I'm like, you should just be able to flop your boob out and breastfeed mm. wherever. And I feel like you know, society is a long way to go with that. But it, I never got. I was very open with my breastfeeding. I never noticed any looks or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But the one, the time that I actually would feel the most insecure would be when I was with Charlie's well, our friends, but Charlie's kind of like boys' school friends. And they're all so, yeah. so, so nice, like all beautiful boys, but none of them have kids. And I just felt, yeah, I don't know, I, that's when I was the most insecure breastfeeding mm. was in front of like, Because it's the know, context in front of, of who you're with too. Totally. Like if everybody's in that zone, yeah. they get it. And boobs they get aren't, it. everybody, everybody's with partners that they're all looking at their partners and going, boobs are for the baby. But when mm, you're the yes. only one with boobs for the baby, it is. I felt embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I yeah. get it. But then I like if you it. had a friend that probably breastfed around your husband or partner, like they oh, wouldn't look at, he, so. like Charlie wouldn't nah. be like, whatever. Like, no, you just don't think about it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's funny. I know. I and had, like everyone will get there. It wasn't them. It was it was me. But it was just like oh, yes. I feel you you just have those thoughts. Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. they're like, I've never thought about this. I've never felt insecure about this. Yeah. Now. This is something. I've- so, do you think your style has changed much since since you've had Gus? What's it? I've had people ask me this. I think. I'm definitely now just like it has to be comfortable. Like if I'm not comfortable, like it has to be like peak, like really, really, really comfy. But. I feel silly saying it hasn't, but I, I it hasn't it hasn't fully changed. I won't. I'm not gonna lie. I, I did always dress in color, but yeah, I think the comfort thing is, is definitely yeah. That's that's the change, and also like like we were saying before, like I'm not going out for drinks all the time and going out for dinners with the girls and stuff like that. So yeah, the, I've got lots more comfortable like cool tracksuits, yeah, <laughs> all of that kind of thing. But my style probably hasn't changed too yeah. much. Yeah, sounds like you sort of knew your style before, and it's just sort of Even evolved. Yeah, I think yeah. I've been thinking about this too because Emily and I have been obsessed with Alison Bornstein. Do you follow her? I love her. She's oh. a three-word yes. theory. Yeah. I love her. <laughs> the, yeah. So the three-word thing has changed. I wouldn't say it's changed my style because I think ultimately I'm still dressing the way I've always dressed, but maybe it's like I'm definitely more comfortable for sure. And then when in terms of like casual outfits, I, w- I was either like all dolled up or – in yeah. Lululemon and like a hoodie. Mm. Whereas now yeah, because no, I'm spending so much more time being casual, I've figured out I'm I'm slowly on the journey of figuring out how I can be comfortable but feel put together at mm. like the park. But yeah. I think what those her three word method has changed the most for me is my shopping. I did so much shopping mm. when I would be influenced by seeing someone on Instagram in like a beautiful outfit that was so not me at all. But I would look yeah. at that and go, God, they look amazing or I'll buy it. I'll buy it. And literally I would yeah. buy it because yeah. I was like, that looks so good. Like that will make me feel good. And I would impulse buy or I'd go to the shops and just like buy random stuff that I saw and thought was great. And then I'd get it home and I'd be like, this doesn't go with any of my other stuff or no. this isn't actually. You put it on and you're like, oh, this is I love this, but it's not me. It's yes, not me. exactly. Like yeah. it's beautiful, but yeah. it's not me. And so I think her three word method and then us going through this journey of figuring, like trying to 
Maybe it's not so much like figuring out our style. It's more just like labeling what our style mm. is has helped me yeah. not impulse purchases. as I much. I think also in your experience of actually getting dressed in the morning, like that's one of the things that I, I often will sit next to my wardrobe and I look in the wardrobe and I'm like, nothing here resonates with me. Mm. Like I don't even yeah. know why I have these things in my wardrobe yeah. and I can't even build an outfit out of this. But I think since we did the three words – it's amazing. Yeah. It's honestly, it's actually life. It's it actually life changing. To tell my clients to do that, actually. Because it's, yeah. it's, I actually noticed with Rattle, when I started Rattle, I was set because I was shopping for other people. So I'd find out their vibe and I'd be like, oh my God, I love this. And I do, like, I can so appreciate an outfit. For example, a full black. I love, I do love black. And I mm. was like, oh, I love like wearing like a sleek black look. And then I'd, see if other people put it in their style book and I'd buy it for myself and then I put it on and I'm like this is you just don't feel like yourself no you just so you need to yeah yeah I feel like you know everyone just needs to be aware that they can admire things from afar but you don't need to wear them yeah exactly and also trends it's hard like on Instagram you see all the trends is like ballet core and like bows and everything like that and then you just you can get swept up you get pulled Mm, yes yeah yeah what's your thoughts on that in terms of trends and and or purchasing pieces that are more so like investment or timeless pieces what do do you think I am I think I used to be a sucker for a trend Mm. now so I I think I actually stay away from them and because I think I've realized it's so quick like and I get because I'm so I'm online shopping for people and I'm, I'm, I know when, what days brands upload their new stock. Like I'm yep. so onto it. So I will, but I'll see a trend. I'll say I buy into it. Then I'm over it by the next week. Cause I'm already thinking about the next trend. So I think I've learned not to buy into them, but obviously like with fast fashion and stuff, like I, I do, but I do, you know, I shop at Zara and I do fall for fast fashion. Mm. I do think obviously investment pieces are so worthwhile. And I've got my, I tend to invest in jackets and coats. I feel like jackets and coats are so good to invest in because you can, you rewear it. Like you don't feel afraid to rewear jackets and coats for winters and winters and winters. Mm. I feel like they don't go out of style. Um, yes, they are classic whereas, in shape and material and yeah, very timeless. Yeah. Yep. So I do, I, I have got some expensive jackets and coats and also shoes I like to spend money on shoes but then I, I can't lie and say I don't do fast fashion when it comes to like singlets and shorts and things like that yeah, but I am tees. trying to get better I'm tr- I know it's just easy but I am trying to get better and go for more quality yeah well how do, how do you identify quality for me I think I just knowing the brands like mm. knowing the good quality brands and it doesn't actually make that I actually think some fast fashion brands and have good quality but so, um, do, so do I we. agree and yeah. I but and I think yeah. it depends on like so Depends on the item within the brand. Like some, I think you need to like feel the material, like see it in real life sometimes and how it's actually like stitched together, how it sits on the body and you can really tell the difference. But I've, I have realized if you look at the price tag, but then you realize I get really annoyed if I spend money on something and I'm like, this is such bad, like, you know, it breaks or you can tell it goes crappy. It makes me angry if I've spent lots of money on something and then it like washes badly. Mm. So I think I just, I've learned to know the brands on which, which I like trust. Yeah. What are your go-tos? Go-to for basics. I love cos and I think obviously that's not too expensive, but it's not cheap, cheap. And mm. I think like cos t-shirts and stuff are really good quality. Assembly of the label t-shirts are really good quality. Um, I love Venroy. I, we've got a shop, Philly Stables in Melbourne. Do you know Philly Stables? Oh I'm obsessed with all their stuff. Quite expensive, but I'm a sucker. Like I, if I go in person shopping, I'm like the best customer for them because I'm literally just like. Same. I, I can't, I can't make a decision I, online. Oh, see, uh, 
I'm a sucker both. But on in person, I'm just like, yep, 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 yep. And then you go in and they're like, this, this is, that looks so good on you. And you're like, yep, it does. Well, no, I find that if I, if I, if I look online, I always think, oh, will this fit me properly? What does it feel like? How does it hang? Like, I, I can't tell yeah. all of those things. Mm. And then when I yeah. go in person, if I like see something, like I could go and spend any You know amount. straight away. I know straight I away. Know. I could, like, see it on the rack, pull it off, feel the material, try it on. I'm like, yeah, done. Whereas I would have yeah. 3,000 tabs open and thinking about it for four months yeah. online. And then I drive oh, see, myself I, I need to be like that. I need to be like that. I'm not, I'm so quick to make decisions. Yeah, I'm, I'm like not that too. at all. But it's probably not good. If someone was looking to figure out their style or, you know, overhaul their wardrobe, what is the advice you would give them? And then what are the, like, essentials that you would say that they should start with? So I would, my first advice would be to go through your wardrobe. This is my rule and people just struggle. I'm I'm very, I'm probably too good at chucking things out. Like, or, you know, taking two salvos or selling them. I'm just like, no, 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 no. But like my husband, for example, he'll pull out an old T-shirt that's basically see-through and he's like, oh, but that one's for the garden. I'm like, you oh don't even garden. Oh, my God, why like, do they, they do, do that? Oh, it kills me. I, I do now. I just, yeah, I just stuff without asking. Same. I just chuck, chuck it out. And I, he doesn't ever notice. Yeah. 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 Not chuck, I just said chuck in the bin. I don't chuck them in the bin. I take them to the cell phone. But my advice would be to clear out, clear out your wardrobe. And if you haven't worn anything in a year, just sell it or get rid of it. Take it to the salvos. There are so many, like... And I need to, this is another thing that's on my plan. I need to, there's lots of places even in Melbourne that you can take um, like really good secondhand places that you can donate all your clothes. So mm. if you haven't worn it in a year, you obviously haven't missed it. Just Agreed. get rid of it. Or a rotate. So what I do is I will clear out my wardrobe. And if there's something that I'm like, oh, maybe I'll wear this next winter, I'll put it in a in like a box and I've got containers in my wardrobe that are sitting there and then next winter I'll go through the containers and all that stuff will probably end up in the at the salvos anyway so it's kind of like a rotation method you're giving you yourself the that. option to still have it just in exactly case. yeah but then if you haven't taken it out of that box or thought about it get rid of it mm. so start by clear, doing a big clear out and then contact me no I'm kidding <laughs> and then but seriously think, yes <laughs> yeah no and then Figure out your where well, you could do the three word method, but just try and like figure out your style. And I, I go a bit crazy. Like I sat down when I would felt like, and I go through stages where I'm like, oh god, my style's getting a bit. And I feel like your style always evolves, so it's yes. good to like sit down. I started. You can make a Pinterest board. You can figure out your colors. You can just figure out kind of the looks that you want to go for, and then start your shopping. But yeah, once you've got your colors, you can figure out what what colors to buy and that kind of thing. Or maybe just write a list on what you need, the gaps in your wardrobe yeah, and start there. Yeah. One of the things I love about what you do is you, it's not just like picking a top and a bottom. It's like you're actually building a whole outfit and your, that encompasses your whole style. It's not just actually thinking about like individual pieces. It's not just like put a jeans and a t-shirt on. It's like put jeans, a t-shirt, a belt, these shoes. It's like the whole, the whole thing. And I think that's honestly what makes you feel you. Yeah, I love and and since being pregnant this time around, when I feel like my body's changing, I just I'm it's all about accessories. You could wear track pants, you could wear you know beige pants and a beige top, or white pants and a white top, whatever, and just have like cool pair of sunnies, some cool earrings, cool bag and shoes, and it just completely changes the outfit. Yeah, yes, I agree. It is the accessories. Yeah. That's another tip for mums actually, because that yeah, if you just wear if you're just wearing, you know, some trousers and a t-shirt. Just spice it up with some chunky earrings, your sunnies, 
some colourful sneakers if you want some colour. Yeah. Yeah. It's like getting dressed yeah. first, actually putting clothes Styling on. Styling yeah, your, yeah. your actual outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. that's what, yeah, that's what makes it you. Like the ear, like if I, if I go out without earrings on, I'm like, I feel naked. I feel like I'm actually missing yeah, something I was, from my I was outfit. bad at this. Like I, I know that my style is like classic and minimal. Mm. And then what did I say? I got rid of my feminine word, She's, didn't I? She I've, thought she, she was I, feminine, oh. but I'm actually she. <laughs> oh, I love that. But it's more, it's more, it's more like. The feminine's like pretty. Yes. yes. And, I, and then yeah, I was getting more thrown edgy. by that. She I was buying I'm, all this feminine stuff and it wasn't her. <laughs> yeah. But then okay. I realised it's before I was dressing too masculine but when I'm doing chic, yeah. I just wanted to feel like polished and elegant almost yeah. in a way. So that's where I'm at now. But anyway, what I was doing, like I'd gone so minimal and classic that I'd put on a pair of trousers and a white t-shirt and then I'd like, I just feel boring. I feel nothing. And then I've yeah. now come to realize I needed like a nice, like chic pair of earrings or like really yeah. dainty earrings and then a bag and the sunnies and that kind of brings yeah. it all together. Yeah. And I just felt lost in that yeah. mode for a long time that I didn't, I, didn't, yeah. I wasn't and going I think, the extra mile. Of course. And I think as well, as a mum, you don't, like maybe if you were just wearing the trousers and the top and you had like your full face of makeup on and stuff like that, it would look different. But yeah. I'm not doing my hair and my makeup every day. No. So they, I need the accessories to add something. Exactly. Yeah, totally. And we often don't have time to be, yeah, like going the extra mile with your outfit and going, oh, what yeah. should I wear? But I think now now that I've realised like all I need to do is just put on a pair of earrings and sunnies in a bag. Yeah. That's fine. I don't yeah. need to go and do like some eye or like no, some hairdo, no. like curl my hair. I always used to yeah. blow dry and curl my hair every single day. Like that yeah. was the thing. No. Now there I'm like absolutely no time for that. No, there's no. absolutely no time. And I, I even I bought a Dyson off. air wrap. So yeah, I'm I. getting mine cut off tonight. I'm so excited. <laughs> now I've seen you. I'm oh like you. I'm like I love this. Short? I'm going short. I'm gonna go full. I'm. Okay, she's had this I hair say, her whole life. This long hair. I had long hair, and I. I was always like, I want to go short, and then I would cut it to like there, and I'd hate it. That's what I do. You've just got to do it. Yeah, you got to do the bob. I'm going full. I'm going full. You can do a bob. This is maybe a bit longer than you. This is to my chin. Maybe like on your shoulders. What mine is now. Yeah, but I always do that. I go below the shoulders. They're. I'm just like, I'll go safe. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, and I always said when I become a mum, I'm going short. Like I feel yeah, like I just I need to it. do it, yeah. and it grows back. My hair so grows easy. so fast. Yeah, your hair's a exactly. weed. I'm yeah. just shedding now. Yeah. I'm going... a weed. <laughs> no, but uh... you know how weeds grow really fast. Mine, I lost every hair on my head with my first daughter. It was horrific. I basically oh got I had to get a pixie cut. It was so bad. Whereas this time, oh, no. I've had to take like vitamins, get my iron checked, everything, and it's it's definitely falling less. But still, I'm I've scared. got like half a head of hair. Did you? Did I'm you... scared because I've got a bob. I lost a bit. Mm. I had like really receding, receding. hairline. Look, look at me. Like I still do. And I realise it hasn't grown back. That's great. But I've got <laughs> heaps of baby hairs under here. I just, yes, I that's know, yeah, yeah. We get that too. The under oh. here, the bottom you, bit. You know what I just <laughs> got? About the bob, it covers it all. It covers mm. it, and you always look bald put bob. together. Mm. Like, you just look put together. But I think you just this get up is... and you're like, "This is it, done." I look, it do you have to it. do you have to blow dry or straighten yours to I've make got it? really curly hair. Mm. I've got really, really curly hair. So I just I blow dry it and straighten it. But then once I do it like I do that like once a week. Yeah. And then I just brush Perfect. it and then I just put it in headbands when it gets disgusting. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and yeah. a cap. I wear caps. Yes. yes. Another yes. style tip. Caps, I wear them all the time. The other thing I wanted just to ask about, we talked a little bit about it before, but what if you had to pick three or four essential items for your wardrobe, what would you pick? Oh, 
that I did think about this question. I love this question. Three or four essential items. I'm obsessed. I'm definitely a winter girl mm. because I live in, in Melbourne. I'm obsessed with jackets. Yeah. Like obsessed. I've got so many jackets. It's like, it's my favorite thing to buy. So I think a nice jacket. So, you know, you've just got the cool jacket because it's annoying when you, and I know you guys probably don't get this because I'm, again, Melbourne, but <laughs> you wear a cool outfit and then it's cold and you're like, well, now I'm just going to cover it up. So you don't want a boring jacket. And it feels like sometimes it ruins it. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to wear a jacket because it ruins the outfit. Yeah, you want it to make the outfit. So I actually have the jackets that make the outfit and then I can be more basic under it. So definitely a jacket, definitely a comp, like, uh, again, mum life, uh, like appropriate track pants to wear out of the house. And I bought some Adidas ones recently and they're like really nice. I honestly feel like they're not silk, but they feel like silk with a really nice material. So it's it's more like a trouser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think nice pair of trousers that are appropriate to wear. Just on those mornings where you're so tired, you just can't be bothered thinking, pop mm. them on. Cool jacket. And I have to say accessories. I think a cool pair of statement sunnies or just like cool black chunky sunnies. I lost mine this week and I need to, oh, I don't know that. No. Anyway, I need to buy them. I know. Just means I have to buy more. And then yeah, just maybe your everyday jewellery mm. that you have in a little bowl that you can just pop on every day to make you look put together. That would be my I love thing. that. I love that. <laughs> I, I would say that's my formula minus the jackets. Although I did, I did just buy a jacket you're in a ca- Japan. Actually. Lily's a card. You're a cardigan girl. You yes, I'm a cardigan girl, oh, like so a chunky cardigan. cardigan. Mm. Yeah, I've been. I feel like I, every winter I'll buy a jacket, and then I'm like, I can't. I can't afford to shop for the rest of the yeah, yeah. season. <laughs> yeah. But that's all just you really need because you're right that like a pair of jeans and a white t-shirt with a cool jacket on top in winter on top yeah. just makes the whole outfit for winter like great. It makes the outfit. Yeah. And what does. about for summer? What do you recommend for summer? Like, do you do you tend to do like dresses like nice dresses or like linen top and bottom at least in Sydney it gets very hot Mm, um yeah and I have found it hard like what how do I dress without looking like I've just rolled off the beach and feeling put together and still my words and still my style but also not be dying of heat exhaustion yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) I think for summer it's all about for, for really hot summers. It's maybe all about the shoe. Like mm. if you find some really cute flowy dresses or even get some really cute boxer shorts and a singlet. But I think if you want to dress it up, I think it's the shoe does all the work. I, I love and Because yes. I, I struggle a little bit in summer because I love layers and jackets mm. and all of that. So summer I'm always a bit like, oh, what can I wear? I want to layer. The cool, chunky sandals that will dress up an outfit. So if you're wearing little shorts and a singlet, but then you've got your, your nice chunky sandals on. I think that would work with your sunnies. Again, it's probably the accessories. But also I actually stay away from linen because I feel like it crinkles. I never I yes. always have to iron it and I can never be bothered. You always have to iron it. Uh, yeah. Don't say that. I just bought linen pants. Too late. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I'm just lazy. I wear a lot of linen though. That's okay. But, yeah, I guess as well cute summer dresses I've just bought one from Ghani, Ghani, Ghani. Mm. I never know how to pronounce it. It's just got rouging, leopard print, little puff sleeves. So, Cute. yeah, maybe more detailed passion dresses um, and cool sandals. Yeah, I love, we love a good sandal. Yeah, I do love it. Yeah. So the reason I actually came across you on Instagram, I came across you because of your, when you started doing the mummy mode. Yes. I started scrolling through. I must have come across a reel or something and I was like, oh, my gosh. This person is like, they know my style. They, I felt like it was speaking to me and I loved, I just loved the sets and how everything was put together. So do you want to tell us a bit more about that? I came up with Mummy Mode because I was obviously doing the packages and I was getting clients and it was more because I actually had to, 
turned down some clients and I was like, I need to figure out a way to be able to, I just didn't have the time to do all the clients. I need mm. to figure out a way to still be able to help them, but not work personally with them. So I had quite a few clients come in to me with the same, they wanted the same thing. So I was like, I, I can make a generic package. Oh, I, feel, I don't like saying generic because it isn't like this boring just package. Far reaching. Let's say we'll make a far reaching package. <laughs> Yeah, a far-reaching yeah. And I think also um, because it's it's just that it's not necessarily personalised. You haven't actually consulted exactly. with anyone. But it's I, like, haven't, I don't do a consultation. Yeah, so yeah you can pick and choose what you take yep. from, yeah. from it. So mummy mode is a weekday mum uniform. So how I set it out is it's literally got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Obviously everyone's works, weeks are different. Mm. But, and I have the aim of mummy mode is to – to have your weekly uniform set. So I've got three outfit options for each day. So you you open the package and then you can hope for one of each day and then you've bought five outfits and that's your um, mum weekly uniform. So, yeah, Mummy Mode is basically a weekday uniform for mums. I launch them on the first of each month. I'm having a break in January because I'm actually completely changing it and it's going to be new and improved. So I'm excited for that. But um, I've got lots of plans for Mummy Mode. That's my favourite part of my business and that's the part of my business that I want to grow actually because I think basically my aim is that before every mum wants to go shopping or needs to buy an outfit I want them to be like "Mm, I'll wait for the next mummy mode and then buy that mummy mode and then go shopping so it's just kind of like if you and it's also like the time consuming aspect if the mums are like oh god I've just got nothing to wear I can't even think about it right now they can purchase mummy mode it's $30 they get it gets sent to their inbox and then they can just start their shopping. It's a shoppable PDF. So you just click on the item and it takes you straight to the website to buy the outfit. That's amazing. The last question that I've I've got to ask is how you juggle and balance motherhood while running rattle style. <laughs> oh, do I juggle it and balance it? I just <laughs> I make it work. I I honestly for a bit there, it was really, really, really hard. I felt so burnt out and still I'm like, I just yeah, it's full on. Basically, I haven't really got any tips because I haven't figured it out, but I feel like I'm treading water. Gus is only in care. He's in care for three hours on two days a week. So he's only in six hours of care. Mm. And Charlie works six days a week, really, really long hours. So I basically just work every time he naps. I work at night. I work if he's outside. I try and get work work done, but it's very stop start stop start. I'm really lucky that I work with mums, yeah, who are so it. understanding. They get it. If I'm doing a Zoom and he's in it, it's completely fine. Oh, but yeah, I think it, it's no, a, that, it's an actual is, juggle. Yeah. Like it, it, literally, you are advice. juggling. It's hard. It's really hard. Oh, there's been so many times that I've actually wanted to. Well, I've I've known I've never wanted to, and never wanted to give up because I love it. But there have been times that I'm like, I actually like, I'm gonna burn out. Like I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm constantly on like overdrive. So I, I am freaking out to have this next baby and I don't know what's going to happen. But um, Gus, I just think putting, I guess the advice I'd give is just having more of a plan. Like Gus will be in more care next year. I'll be managing, juggling a newborn, which I'm hoping second time around, they do sleep a lot. I don't know. Maybe the second time <laughs> around I can work a little bit more. But yeah, in all honesty, I'm treading water. So yeah. Yeah, we love we, the, we love are. the honesty, and I yeah. think yeah, I, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. That it's, mm. I think, from the outside looking in at, and especially when we look at people's oh. lives on social media, it looks like you're like they've got it all together, like they're doing oh. this and they're doing that, and they're mumming and they're working, and 
Like, how do they do it? Yeah, but like really, we're doing it, but we're not. We're not necessarily thriving. Yeah, and we're not killing thriving. it. Like, no, we're just you we're can't just thrive doing. in everything. No. no, yeah. And that's what and I was going to do... say. That someone asked us that on a Ask Me Anything last week. Like, how do you balance career, friendship, motherhood? And we just said we don't. You literally don't. <laughs> we don't. Like, we're sometimes like, we're doing don't. great in career and motherhood and friendship is going to crap. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're doing yeah. really good in mumming and like we can't put in 100% in our career and we're not seeing yeah. our friends. Like I would I'm the first to say I barely see my friends. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. career, this podcast and motherhood yeah. and I'm just doing my best yeah. at that mm-hmm. and then when I see my friends I see my friends but I can't prioritize yeah. that at the moment because I don't have any spare time. I had that I had that realization. You can't be a good like wife, mother, business person, friend or like and well you can be a good one but I had a realization when I was like, before this baby comes, I really want to grow rattle. Like I, mm. it was, it, it was, I just need by May, I just need it to be up at that next level. And I was like, I have, there has to be sacrifices. And Gus is my main priority. He, I'll put him first before rattle, at, you know, all the time. Mm. But then I was like, I just need to not be booking myself out for five catch-ups a week. I yeah. need to actually be focusing on work. So, yeah. and people are so understanding everyone's busy, but yeah, you've I got think, to get yeah. better at saying no. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I was saying and, yes to everything. And it sounds like for you as well, you're obviously running your own business and it's not like you can just clock off work mm. at any time. It's, it's not like you go to a job and then you come home and it's like a cam switched off. You, you, no. you if you If you're not with Gus, you're constantly thinking about yeah. something else. So that's, I feel like that's really, that's tough. I, I get jealous of people that have their work days and their yeah. home days. Yeah, so do I. Because I'm like, I never have a work day. I, yeah. I say, like, like just, people have said to me, oh, how are you going back to work five days a week with two kids? And I said, work is a holiday. I yeah, don't know how 100%. you're not going back to work yeah. five days. Yeah. Like, like work is my like time where I just get to recoup it's so blissful and I feel guilty saying that sometimes but I get to have adult conversations all day be challenged I get to eat my lunch in peace I don't have to make anybody else's snack plates 500 times (laughs) do you know what I mean yeah I get to go out for a coffee and finish it and it's it's still warm when I finish it although I'm doing ice coffees but do you know what I mean like I think that's that's sometimes under underestimated about going back to work five days a week like mm. it is great but yeah. at the same time like I, I am not that mum that's doing the craft with my kids and and yeah. you know like getting to be so intimate with them mm. all the time but I'm choosing at the moment to prioritize this side of my life but also I have a huge mortgage mm. that I have to yeah. serve yeah, so yeah. you know I'm I'm making that choice at the moment um so we just all have to look at each other and realize that everybody's in a different boat no no exactly. boat is better than the other and we're we're all treading water yeah no yeah, one's not exactly okay yay this has been so fun. so much this has been amazing I love this. it's so nice oh thanks so much Liv thank you so much that's I been amazing it. so nice to talk to you you too thanks for listening to this episode of suddenly 30 if you enjoyed it please subscribe and give us a review You can also follow us on Instagram at suddenly30pod to stay up to date with behind the scenes, what we've been up to and future episodes. We'll We'll see see you next week. week.